0: I am Mark Tross. This is greatest of all New Covenant messages, Part Eleven. The Gentiles, all nations and peoples, are now fellow heirs with the Jews, members of the same body, enjoying partakers, sharing in the same divine promise and Messiah, Christ, the Anointed One, through their acceptance of the glad tidings, tidings of comfort and joy, the Gospel of God, the good news of Jesus, Yeshua, salvation. Be bold. Take courage, have confidence in the fact that we have free access, an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. Consecrate, sanctify, dedicate or rededicate yourself to Him. Go, do and be the church, the spotless bride that He has created you to be. You are built up in Christ. He is the foundation, cornerstone and capstone of the Holy Temple, our all in all. May his presence be in you, upon you, pouring out and about you, so that you can shine his light of life to all nations and peoples in Jesus' name. The Reason for Everything, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts so as to beam forth the light for the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory of God as it is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ the Messiah. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. However, we possess this precious treasure, the divine light of the gospel, in frail human vessels of earth, that the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power may be shown to be of God and not from ourselves. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7. The light for the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory, his goodness, tender mercies, loving kindness and grace, favor, as it is manifest in the person and is revealed, may known a revelation to us in Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, of God has shown in our hearts, so that the power of his Holy Spirit working in and through us may be shown to be of God and not from ourself. Does the reality of this word show in and through your life? If you have grabbed a hold of Jesus by faith, then you right now are in possession of this precious treasure, the divine light of the good news of God in Christ Jesus, eternal, everlasting, the abundant life in his holy name. You are God's servants of the Most High God, purchased with his precious blood at Calvary, and a loving bondservant, slave, For Jesus' sake. While others are prevented, blinded by unbelieving hearts and minds, from seeing this illuminating light, who is the image and likeness of God, through His grace and mercy, we have come to know Him by faith. But it is our job, duty, and calling to bring preaching, teaching, and healing to all nations and peoples. The veil must be lifted, the glad tidings proclaimed, the mystery revealed, our light must shine, and salvation, Yeshua, Jesus, must come to all those who still dwell in spiritual darkness. The resurrection life of Jesus must be shown, shown forth by and in our bodies. We are the body of Christ, but only crucified believers can openly and honestly proclaim the crucified Christ. When we die to sin and self, The resurrection life of Christ shines in this present world of darkness and His light brings life to all. God's Word is faithful and true. When you speak it out, His purposes will be fulfilled. Not only does light shine into darkness, but light shines out of darkness. When we are weak, He is strong. Stop the judgmental spirit and remove the beam from thine own eye. The eyes are the windows of the soul. So that the light of the knowledge, majesty, and glory of God can beam forth all around you. If in fact the Son has truly been revealed to you, then you should be revealing the revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ to others. Love isn't love until you give it away. Are you holding on to your worldly, earthly possessions instead of storing up precious treasures in heaven by giving it all away? The Son has come to dwell, tabernacle, live, move, and have His being in your heart, but not so that you can keep Him all to yourself. Let your light shine. You are a city on a hill, a frail human vessel of earth that God wants to set upon a pedestal. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up, that the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power of God may be shown shown to be of him and not from ourself. Press on, so that everything that is with or without reason in and throughout your life in Christ is used for his glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. The reason for everything, John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word, Christ, became flesh, human, incarnate, and tabernacled, fixed his tent of flesh, lived a while among us, and we actually saw his glory, his honor, his majesty, such glory as an only begotten Son receives from his Father, full of grace, favor, loving kindness, and truth. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 5, John chapter 1 verse 14. God spoke to his chosen people. He told us, The Lord shall be revealed. Every valley and ravine shall be filled up, every mountain and hill leveled down, the crooked places made straight and rough roads smooth. All of mankind everywhere shall see, behold, and understand, acknowledge the salvation of God, the deliverance from eternal death decreed by Him in Jesus. Knowest thou this? God's holy and precious word is faithful and true. Jesus is the word. And he alone is worthy, faithful, and true. He himself exclaimed, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way to the Father, and there is no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Come to know, understand, and acknowledge the salvation of God, his deliverance in and through Christ. In him alone is eternal, everlasting, the abundant life." what better time of year to show forth the reality of Jesus Christ, the living, breathing word of God, becoming human flesh? He is God incarnate, God with us, Emmanuel, with man as God, the God-man, holy, holy God, holy, holy man. The spoken and written word of God became flesh, human, incarnate, tabernacled, fixed his tent lived a while and actually dwelt among us have you seen his glory have you seen the goodness mercy and loving kindness of the lord jesus being manifested in and through your life has the son of god come to dwell in your heart mind soul and spirit are you living moving and having your being in him is everything you think say and do being done unto the lord for his honor Have you crowned him king of your life? Do you worship him in spirit and truth because of his majesty? The fullness of the Godhead, our Father who art in heaven, dwells in him, in Jesus bodily. The fullness of his grace, favor, loving kindness and truth is in Christ Jesus. Is the spirit of the living God, the spirit of grace and truth, the spirit of Jesus living in you? He who has the Son has life, but he who does not have the Son does not have life. If 2 plus 2 equals 4, then it would only make sense that Christ in you is the hope, the anchor, the blessed assurance that Jesus is mine, we are His, of God's glory. If all the fullness of God, the Godhead, dwelt in Him bodily, and if He dwells in you, then His glory dwells in you also. God has chosen you to manifest His glory, goodness, tender mercies, honor, majesty, grace, favor, loving kindness and truth to all nations and peoples. As Jesus is on this earth, so are you. We are seated in heavenly places with Him, but we are so heavenly minded, that we can be of no earthly good. Forsake all others, turn to Christ." repent and think differently god's ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts but they can be he has given us the mind of christ so i think it's about time that we as confessing christians believers in jesus as king of kings and lord of lords puts our time effort and money where our mouth is god is a man of his word behold the man christ jesus when he speaks things happen God said, and he created this world, this universe out of nothing. He called everything into existence. Today, he is calling you. In and through you, God wants to reach the world with the love of God and the good news of Jesus. Let each and every one of us stick to his word, will, and way. Put his plans and purposes into action. Flesh them out. Humanize on the ideas visions, and dreams that He has given you. Set your face like a flint. Be determined to fix your tent. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And let your light shine out into the darkness. As children of the Most High, born of the Spirit, begotten of God, we can receive of the Father and bring His glory, honor, majesty, grace, favor, loving kindness, and truth to all in Jesus' name. The reason for everything. Luke chapter 2 verse 9. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by them, and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone all about them, and they were terribly frightened. Luke chapter 2 verse 9. When you read the word of God, do you actually behold, hinné, look, gaze upon it, and see what the living word, spirit, and your heavenly father want to say, Reveal to you? One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after. Seek, and you shall find that I may dwell, tabernacle, live, move, and have my being in the house of the Lord all the days of my life in Jesus, to behold the beauty, the beauty of the Lord, and inquire in his temple, the temple of the Lord. Behold, God is our salvation, Yeshua, Jesus. Bless ye the Lord, all ye saints of the Lord Most High, and lift up your hands in the sanctuary. If an angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord Jesus himself, stood beside you, would that help you in some small way to pay better, closer attention to what he has to say? The Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the one called alongside to help us, is always there to lead and guide us into all truth and understanding. Jesus says, I will be with you always, even to the end of the ages. He'll never leave or forsake you. Even if your mother and father forsake you, God will never. Not only does he stand by us, in and through all things, as they work together for his and our good, but as believers, we are called of God after we have done all that we can to stand, to stand in him also. Arise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory, his goodness, tender mercies, and loving kindness of the Lord is risen upon you. The glory of the Lord flashed and shone all about them. News flash Jesus has come. His holy and precious Spirit is here among us to will, to do according to his good pleasure, his word, will, and way. Do you know and understand that the essence of Christ goes with you wherever you go, whenever you go, to whoever you go, and with whatever you go with? Why do you think that God commands us to go? To bring life to all we come in contact with in Jesus' name. Many will be frightened at first, but when they come to know Him and the power of His resurrection, the joy of the Lord will be their strength from that point on and into all of eternity. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and what a beginning it is. Your job and mine right now is to bring the good news of a great joy, the gospel of God in Christ Jesus to all nations and peoples. God's word says, it will come to all the people, so let us go to work. For each and every person on the planet living out under the open sky in the field that Jesus himself said is ripe for harvest, watching, waiting, wondering, wanting, needing, and hoping. Let us bring the love of God and the goodness of Jesus so that they can behold him and find eternal, everlasting, the abundant life in Jesus' name. New Covenant Message, Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 and 14. Jesus was made a curse that we might enter into the blessing. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. When the nation of Israel entered into the promised land, they were told to stand on two opposite mountains and declare the blessings of God upon one and His curses from another. One mountain represented the law, which does not require faith, has nothing to do with faith, and the other was a type of Christ, the rock which is higher than us all. Jesus did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it, and when we put our faith and trust in Him, we enter into His fullness and blessings. Christ purchased our freedom. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. Redeemed us from the curse of doom, the law's condemnation, and became a curse for us by dying upon the cross of Calvary, so that we could become the righteousness of Christ by faith in his holy and precious name. The word of God says, Cursed is one who hangs on a tree, is crucified. Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 23. So it stands to reason that Jesus was cursed and we are blessed through the promises of God that were given to Abraham, our spiritual father of faith. When you believe You receive all that God has for you. The realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit is ours in Jesus' holy and precious name. Do you believe? The scripture tells us not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. This does not mean that it is okay to have a personal relationship with those who are not confessing Christians. The word tells us that demons believe in Jesus, but tremble. Should we who know the truth not do likewise? Anything that we do that is not in line with God's word, will, and way, puts us out there without a covering of protection, makes us enemies of God, brings us under condemnation, and places the curse, doom of the law upon us. Jesus is our only hope. He is the way, truth, and life. You have been bought, purchased, redeemed, Brought to salvation with a price, the precious blood of Jesus. Should we now take these things lightly and trample upon that which has given us newness of life, forgiveness, completeness, wholeness, fullness, healing, peace, patience, faith, hope, joy, and above all, love? God loves us and speaks to us in human terms, but about spiritual things, so that we will come to Him and no eternal, everlasting, the abundant life in His Son. There is now no condemnation of any kind for those of us who are in Christ. So why should we go out of our merry way to heap it upon the lost and dying in the world today? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, His Word is spirit and life. There is freedom, and that freedom is what we are to be bringing to the ends of the earth until the end of time, or until Jesus returns in all of His splendor and glory to establish His kingdom. We are not under the law of the curse, doom, or condemnation, but under the law of God, the law of love, God's love. Love the Lord your God with all that is within you. Love your neighbor as yourself, and love one another as I have loved you, says Jesus. This is my commandment that you love one another, so that your joy may be full. Love is a choice, and so is salvation. But love is also God's commandment, and should you choose to break it, you have not chosen wisely. Let us show our love for God and to God by taking His love, God is love, and good news to all nations and peoples, in Jesus' name. The reason for everything. Revelation chapter 21 verse 23. And the city has no need of the sun nor of the moon to give light to it. For the splendor and radiance, glory of God illuminate it, and the Lamb is the lamp. Isaiah chapter 24 verse 23. Revelation chapter 21 verse 23. From before the beginning, the genesis of all time, God is eternal. And through the entire word of God, the Holy Scriptures, the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ, God's one and only begotten Son, the firstborn from the dead, has been his ultimate plan and purpose for the human race. God wants desperately to reveal a salvation, Yeshua, Jesus to all, so that none will perish, but would come to repentance in his holy and precious name. He came from heaven to earth to show the way to our Father who art in heaven. Jesus has gone before us to prepare a place. Heaven is a place where we can spend all of eternity with Him in love forever. Many of us would take a nice day in the park, a ride to the shore, the desert, or countryside, rather than choose to spend our precious time bopping around the city. But we are destined, bound for glory, We've got a mansion waiting for us in a beautiful city, with streets paved the purest gold, and it is the city of God, not made with human hands. Thomas Edison, creator of the electric light bulb, stated from his deathbed, It is beautiful, a city of light. We caught a glimpse of heaven, and if any one person on the face of planet Earth knew light, it was him. This portion of Holy Script tells us that there is no need for light there because the Lord Himself is the light of the world. The brilliance and radiance of our solar system sun will be snuffed out by God's sun, put asunder, and the reflection of its glory upon the moon will come to naught, to nothing, because all the splendor, the glory, God's goodness, tender mercies, loving kindness, and grace of the Lord will illuminate the city. Come into the light, children, Jesus steps into center stage, his rightful place, as the Lamb of God who was slain from the foundation of the world. He alone is worthy of all glory, honor, and praise, and is exalted, lifted up on high as the lamp of the Lord, God Almighty. It is light that chases away the darkness, and only Jesus can chase away the very depths of darkness within your heart and soul. The Holy Spirit is the light that searches the human mind, your conscience, and the spirit of man. He cuts, like a skillful surgeon, to the very bone and marrow of human existence. Do you welcome him in? Is your heart's cry, Search me, O God, and know my heart? Try me and know my anxious thoughts? See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the everlasting way? Can we ask him to create in us a new, clean heart, and to renew a right spirit within us? This is his heart's desire and revelation to all of mankind. He is ready, willing, wanting, and able. Are you? From the time of the first tabernacle in the wilderness, from Jesus to the book of Revelation, up to today, into tomorrow, and throughout all eternity, God has used the lamp as a symbol for his coming Messiah, the Christ, an anointed one. Jesus spoke of not lighting a light and putting, hiding it under a bed or bushel. He proclaimed, You are the light of the world. Let your light shine. He is the light of life. And it is His light, the light of the Holy Spirit, shining in and through us so that we can take His light of life to all nations and peoples, chasing away this present darkness. We are not of this world but should be building up his kingdom, opening up the eyes of the blind who do not see, and the ears of the deaf that do not hear the truth of the good news, the gospel of God. Let us all walk in the light, rule and reign in his kingdom, lead and guide all those who are without into his kingdom of glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Next time we'll be talking about New Covenant Message, the message, the reason for everything, Hebrews chapter 1, verses 3 and 4.